on today's Into Your Head podcast number 698. It's Monday morning and I'm damn well about to prove it to you. I've always been a great believer in the dictum quad et a demonstrandum, which, as you're no doubt fully aware, means uh, these boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. Uh, these boots are made for walking, uh, but they're inanimate objects, and they won't get very far without a human being controlling them. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, and not that there's much truth in that either, because the material that made those boots was around long before there were animated humans. Uh, those boots, if I remember right, Likely boots are made from leather, which comes from cows. I'm pretty sure the damn Christ has held that there were cows around before there were humans. And uh, maybe not as many, and maybe not under as many controlled circumstances. But I can tell you the few cows that there probably were, if there were any, uh, used to oh they had a much more natural lifespan. They didn't get their heads chopped off at the age of six months just so someone could shove them into a uh, shove them into a mac. Oh, what's the latest thing? the young people are eating now a McDonald's uh, Mac uh, Rash or something cheese something 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 uh, Mac Sandwich uh, which they'll bring out and market for six months and then they'll make it smaller by a tenth of a millimetre every week until it's uh, the size of your thumbnail and people will go oh I seem to remember this used to be this sandwich used to be a lot bigger and they'll say oh no that's just that you've been eating it for the last few years and it's nearly all gone and you'll say, no, I mean, I'm pretty sure that the finished product, when you ordered it at the McDonald's, it used to seem a lot bigger than this. And they'll say, oh, that's because you were smaller then. You were six years of age when you first ate this sandwich, uh, probably as part of a happy meal. Did it make you happy? Tell me that. Well, that's the important thing. Did it make you happy? Uh, they'll say, uh, by the way, here's a, cl- here's a clown to make you further happy and remind you, ah, I don't know, remind you of happy talk. That's the important things that these fast food chains need you to remember now. Uh, they want, they don't want you thinking too much about the size of their product. They want you thinking about whether it makes you happy. And the best way to do that is to show a clown and show a uh, show a hamburger and show the clown stabbing the hamburger in the face, but not literally. They have to do it in a oh, in a way that's not literal. So they show the hamburger as uh, a more benign, cartoonish character and they show the oh they show him being uh, held back by the by uh, Ronald McDonald but not stabbed in the face because they know when to stop they know it's just like they used to do with the teenage mutant ninja turtles uh, when they came over here uh, the cartoon they changed them to teenage mutant hero turtles because they said oh you can't call them ninja over here that'll scare the kids or that'll make them think it's okay to be a ninja or it'll make people think what the fuck is a ninja I've never heard of that before now and I'm not going to spend the next five years trying to 
to find out uh, or explain to my uh, children or find out from their teachers or from the public uh, broadcasting authority what a ninja is but because by the time I'll have got the grips to it they'll have gone out of fashion and they'll be onto the mighty morphin power rangers uh, have to figure out what the fucking hell a morph what's a morphin Instead, I don't know what a morphin is uh, there was a fella on the British television called morph uh, but here's a lump of plasticine a lump of plasticine it was a lot more benign than that stuff that the other you I used to watch educational programs that's why that's why I'm the way I am now and you're the way you are now you're obsessed with your uh, oh with your crap oh, crap you you were half of you people who listen to this were raised on crap I was raised on proper television I can tell you I used to watch the likes of oh what did I watch I used to watch proper television I'm sure I did anyway maybe I didn't uh, maybe I'm imagining all this uh, maybe I'm looking back at my life through rose tinted glasses uh, rose tinted uh, rose tinted glasses to have some sort of a oh, what's that thing you call that you put on the end of a pier there's something a scope I know you won't put them on the thing but you know the thing the kaleidoscope you look through that and you both uh, you put a green thing on the lids of it and you look through that and you tell someone there's your childhood and it looks great because it's true rose tinted kaleidoscope lenses uh, except it's not your childhood at all your real childhood is back in the past you can't go looking at that through a pair of glasses it doesn't work like that Although uh, there's probably a repeat of it on somewhere on the television. If you look deeper enough down the uh, down the Sky TV listings, you'll probably find your childhood being repeated ad nauseum. Uh, episodes of Rainbow, uh, episodes of Barney the Dinosaur. I never watched Barney the Dinosaur in my life. I thought that's old fashioned. That's from uh, that's from prehistoric times. I want new television made for me. I want television made for me. And they'd say, oh, they'd, they'd had a go ahead, I can tell you. There was a channel called UTV up in Northern Ireland, and for a while they adopted the slogan, UTV, TV for you. I didn't really take off, because uh, no one fell for that. They said, oh, it's all our TV. You'll give me that crap. Don't give me that crap. A pippity piffity plopping, piffingly, plopping, plop, cropping all over me like a fucking, oh, like a bird uh, coming down in the sky, uh, dropping bombs or crap in my head. That's what it was like, except it was made all flowery with marketing. The marker here is jazzed it up a bit, so it, uh, in essence, it wasn't. There was no uh, feces involved at all. Uh, but if you do it the wrong way, if you have bad marketing, it can make it feel like you're being crapped on when you're not being crapped on. Uh, which is entirely the opposite effect to what they're meant to be trying to achieve. So it just goes to show that's why they have uh, three and four year marketing degrees in college because you have to learn this stuff properly uh, otherwise you're just wasting your employer's money on uh, dressing up a silk's purse in a cow sow's ear and still managing to make it look like crap and you just wasted a lot of uh, cow money on cow's ears. You may not have had to buy a silk purse uh, but 
but all those cow's ear materials still cost money, I can tell you. Uh, anyway, where? Oh, yes, the cows. The cows were around long before. Uh, long before there were ever humans, there were cows, I can tell you. And just because there was no McDonald's pumping them into sausages to put on your uh, fake breakfast. Well, it wasn't the fake breakfast at all. Uh, it was a, a foreign. Uh, you foreigners think that a sausage is a flat thing that you put on the. You call it a patty and you put it on the freaking sandwich on top of an egg. It's not. A sausage is a long thing. Uh, it's the shape of a pig's leg. And it's meant to look like a pig's leg. A pig's leg with no bones in it. And it, so you make no bones about it. This is a pig's leg with so. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, this is a load. It's making less sense than usual, I realize. Uh, so let's. Uh, oh, let's take. Uh, let's move on to another. Uh, let's move on to a further segment. There's still more to come on Into Your Monkey nuts, that's what they call them. They call them big steaming, shit-eating, piss-poiling, uh, water-swilling, uh, just to fill up a second or two while I get my thoughts together. Uh, monkey nuts, that's what they call them. They call them... And who we kids? We just call them monkey nuts. Well, you just call them monkey nuts. Some of us have a bit of imagination and we can get more out of it than just uh, following the bog standard uh, three syllable monkey nut title. You can call them something more flowery. Uh, if Shakespeare came along here and he was asked to describe uh, describe the humble peanut, he wouldn't just say, Oh, they be monkey nuts. No, no, he'd say, Verily, uh, they be called monkey, uh, monkey nuts. Nuts, big steaming, dolloping, uh, pig, pig steaming, uh, piles of monkey nuts from whenceforth flow a multitude of calories and uh, whatever the hell else is in them. He wouldn't, of course, have had a calorific breakdown of them in those days. In Shakespearean times, there wasn't these big long labels giving you the nutritional values of everything in the monkey nuts. They wouldn't say, oh, uh, this top corner of the monkey nut here, this is called the aorta, and that's where all the Oh, that's where all the folic acid is. And then below that, you have the fatty bit. You can trim that off. You can make a, you can make a stew out of that. And then underneath that and all around it, you have the shell, uh, which is removed if you've got a, a peanut that you've bought commercially. Uh, well, what other way would you buy something other than commercially? Commercially is the only way to... You can't purchase something non-commercially. Not nowadays, anyway. Unless you're a fucking pirate. Maybe that counts. Maybe that's what they mean uh, when they say purchase something non-commercially although who, is, who have you ever heard say that other than me just now uh, nobody, nobody's ever said that other than me uh, probably means I've coined a phrase uh, purchasing, so hereby coined the phrase purchasing something non-commercially and I deem it to mean uh, buying it off a pirate two cats walk into a bar one of the cats goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest Guinness, please? And the man behind the bar says, Christ, uh, not this again. This is getting a little repetitive. And the cat says, uh, Well, cats are creatures of habit. Uh, not only that, so are drinkers. And you should be glad of that, because if you weren't, you'd have to stock a completely different uh, type of stout every night and made sure everyone got a different option every night. Uh, 
imagine the logistics of that and the pricing. Christ, you'd have to, oh, you'd have to buy all your drinks in tiny little batches. There'd be no, there'd be no bulk discounts for you. I can tell you then. Uh, so you'd be glad that we're creatures of habit. Thank Christ for all creatures of habits. That's what you should be saying. You as a barman, and the barman says, "I've heard that one before. I've heard that one before. It's got knobs on it." And the cat says, "What does that mean?" And the barman says, "I think it's a saying that means uh, it's a bit like saying it's got whiskers on it." Although I didn't say that because that might cause confusion in present company. For usually, if you're not talking to a cat and you say, "Oh, that one's got whiskers on it," uh, it means it's a, that's an old one. That's an old one. I've heard that many times before. And the cat says, "Remember that just because you've heard something many times before, that doesn't mean it's not true. In fact, quite the opposite is more likely to be true." Uh, not that I have any data to back this up. And the man behind the bar says, "See, that's the problem here. Blah 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 blah, but no data. It's more to life than just saying stuff, you know. This well, you kid, you cats, you one day you discover the ability to speak, and then you all no talk, 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 talk for the rest of your life. You barely even stop to have a breath and think about what you're saying. And oh no, and this is why most of you creatures haven't been given the ability to speak because you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't spend any time thinking. You have to learn to think before you can speak. Same way as they say to us humans, you have to learn to crawl before you can walk. Uh, now, uh, that's not to say that we have people going around giving lessons in how to crawl. That's one of those things you pick up as you go along. Uh, usually by picking up things, you're lying on the floor there and you see something over there a couple of feet away and you think, oh, I want to have a look at that because I've got a natural sense of curiosity. Uh, so before you know it, you've crawled over to it. You've done your first crawling exercise and then you see something over there and you crawl over to that and then the next thing you know you're walking. Next thing you know you're walking before you even know it. And the cat says, ah, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's a load of bollocks, isn't it? And the man behind the bar says, what do you mean? And the cat says, uh, where I come from, uh, you don't walk until you've learned how to see and you don't learn to see for several days. And the man behind the bar says, you're a cat, fuck off. And the cat says, ah, this is a load of bollocks, isn't it? And the man behind the bar says, it is indeed, it is indeed, uh, but don't worry, we've barely got going. It's just a... Uh. Oh, it's just a... It's just a considerate filler. Considerate filler. A bit like that thing they put in uh, when you have a hole in the skirting board and you want to fill it in. You put a bit, you get some stuff in a tube as usually called polyfiller or ultra filler or some brand name first. But for our purposes, let's just call it filler because we don't promote any particular brand name here unless there's some financial incentive to do so. And the cat says, uh, well, your bar seems to be full of brand names. Look behind you, you have Guinness, you have Tennessee John Ultra Whiskey Bright, uh, you have uh, some blue stuff uh, that's apparently a soft drink with alcohol in it, you got some other blue stuff that's apparently alcohol with soft drink juices added to it, uh, you've got some sort of, oh what else have you got, you've got frozen ice there, that seems to be the only thing that you don't brand, but then you have vodka ice in a bottle that's just vodka and fizzy stuff 
and ice and you advertise the fact that it's ice. You say, oh, look, here's some bold ice. Uh, here's some vodka ice. Uh, I think we get ice for just, just going fucking going out onto the street and slipping on somewhere out even looking and breaking my neck all the time. Get your ice from there. You don't need the branding to do that. And the man behind the bar says, well, off you go then. Good luck with that, breaking your neck. We'll see how it gets you in terms in terms of a fun night out in a bar. Won't get you very far. Would you not rather have your ice served up to you from a shelf uh, that you're sitting at? Would you not prefer to be sitting at a bar, your neck fully intact, uh, with a line of beverages uh, brightly displayed in fridges and on shelves behind the server, uh, being me, uh, that you can pick from at your leisure and enjoy sampling? And the cat says, I suppose now you put it that way, I suppose. Well, this fucking bar stool is so high up, I might break my neck anyway and slip on some ice uh, that I've dropped knocked onto the floor. And the barman says, well, the solution to that is to not not knock ice onto the floor and the cat says uh, oh is it now is it indeed uh, what if I've already spilt it onto the floor and the cat says well the solution to that is to not already have done that and the cat says how do I achieve that and the man behind the bar says we're still working on it we're still working on it we spent the last couple of hundred years developing our uh, alcoholic beverages we'll move on to uh, making changes to the space time continuum uh, over the next few hundred years I bet we're onto our smartphones at the moment when we have them perfected we'll do the time travel thing give us a chance there was a time when you I don't, I'm not going to take a lecture from a cat about evolution and invention, incidentally, and about the advancement of the species. Uh, there was a time when you used to be saber-toothed tigers, and now you're a shitty little kitten uh, sitting at a bar uh, having a laugh at human beings who are way ahead of you. Don't give me that crap. And the cat says, that's a bit, that's a bit much now. That's a bit much. And the man behind the bar says, yeah, well. And the cat says, yeah, well. What and the man behind the bar says, "Yeah, well, go and take a go and take a run and jump for yourself." And the cat says, "Fair enough, I know when I'm not welcome." And the cat, the man behind the bar says, "Oh, you're very welcome here." And you seem to seem to think you're not. So you clearly don't know when you're not welcome. And the cat says, "Ah, Christ!" And the man behind the bar says, "Chillax there, and I'll get you a saucer of milk." And a great night is had by all. Lockjaw the Podcast Junkie here, and you are listening to Into Your Head, all the way from Ireland. Need more? Subscribe to the free reruns and extras feed, and shut your stupid ugly face. See intoyourhead.com slash archive for details. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Email studio at intoyourhead.com. Follow Neil at twitter.com slash intoyourheadpod. And pretend to like him at facebook.com slash into your head podcast. Two further cats walk into two further bars. Uh, one of the further cats, uh, probably the third cat, although it could be the fourth one. Uh, well, let's just call him the cat henceforth. Uh, the cat uh, walks straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest Guinness, please? And the man behind the bar says, Weren't you here a while ago? And the cat says, No, why? And the barman says, I could have 
sworn a cat came up here and asked for a pint of Guinness not too long ago. And uh, the cat says, that's probably likely. There's more than one. There's more than one of us in the world, you know. In fact, I believe there's several million. Uh, I haven't done a census, but I believe. I believe. And uh, I, uh, it's my right to believe this, whether it's true or not. I believe that there are millions of us. Millions upon millions upon millions. And I can tell you we're coming to get you. And then he bears his teeth at the barman. And the barman says, are you one of these non-domesticated cats? Because you don't seem to know how to interact with human beings in a constructive manner. And the cat says, ah, no, no, I'm fine. I'm a completely bog-standard domestic cat. Uh, now, if you don't mind, I'm going to claw your face off because I'm hungry. And the man behind the bar says, uh, would someone please rescue me from this cat that seems to be clawing my face off? Uh, he says this in a rather muffled voice, uh, except he's only pretending because it's only a bit of play acting. It's just a little play that the barman likes to put on for the patrons. He likes to pretend to be having his face clothed, clawed off by a cat, uh, which apparently is considered entertaining nowadays. Uh, in the days in the days when kids were brought up on uh, shows like Gladiators and people jumping around at each other and frigging uh, vampire shows all over the place and Game of Thrones where apparently there's murders at weddings or something and Hannibal the cannibal and all sorts of things that's the sort of thing that you young people find entertaining now so I just thought I'd slip a bit of it in here a cat clawing a man's face off there how do you like it there where it's out of context or unex and unexpected I can tell you I'm pretty sure you didn't enjoy that did you no well that's why we have uh, that's why everything has its place you may enjoy that sort of violence but it doesn't belong here so uh, lesson learned anyway on with the show now uh, I know what you're thinking there you're thinking that's a bit much now that's a bit much uh, it's one thing making a point uh, but there's quite another thing making it like that uh, why don't you make it subtly uh, make your points subtly uh, do, uh, do things with grace and uh, aplomb and lightness and uh, feather-like touch as more you don't have to blast everything down into people's faces like you're launching a nuclear bomb on them if you have a point to make make it quietly and subtly uh, well sometimes I will and sometimes I won't depending on my mood it's a Monday morning and if I want to blast something into your face uh, I will on the Monday morning I'm making you free entertainment uh, well free for many of you uh, free uh, except for those of you who uh, donate and use the Amazon links who are not getting it free you're volunteer, voluntarily paying for this and thank you very much for doing so uh, but oh for the rest of you this is free and I'm devoting my Monday morning to it uh, this is me first thing on a Monday morning hey, thank Christ uh, just be grateful you don't work in some office with me somewhere and you're sitting there with me in front of you right now uh, what is it not 10.09 uh, on a Monday morning morning and I'm there. I haven't even had any coffee yet. I've had, uh, what have I had? I've had half a one litre bottle of energy drink. Uh, I've had three caffeine pills. I couldn't be arsed getting the coffee out. Uh, 
uh, so I just took some shortcuts and this is what you get this is me uh, me and the uh, this is me when I might go all incredible hulk in a minute and rip my t-shirt off except I won't because this is one of my better t-shirts and it needs to last a while uh, well it doesn't need to I want it to last a while uh, if I want to destroy a t-shirt just to make some point about it being a Monday morning I can tell you I'll go out and take this off very carefully and put on another t-shirt and uh, what would be the point of that this is audio uh, this is theatre of the mind uh, so if you want that I'll just do some sound effects to create the same thing without wasting props I don't need to waste props on creating a freaking uh, incredible there wouldn't be anything incredible about it anyway if I was doing it if I was doing it that would mean it's not incredible at all it's completely credible if, if, you, if you manage to do something and you record yourself doing it uh, you're thereby proving that it's not incredible at all it's completely credible and plausible in fact you've proved yourself wrong uh, so uh, that'll just defeat the whole purpose assuming that's your purpose unless you have another ulterior motive a different purpose completely that you're concealing from me or that I'm concealing from you uh, in which case give me a fucking break as I say it's a Monday morning for Christ's sake let's let's keep it simple uh, simple as be damned uh, simple as be well we have a song we probably will let's have a song uh This is a song. I hope you sing along. Or rather, I hope you don't. Because that would be fucking weird. Because it would mean that you know what I'm about to say. If you're able to sing along to this, uh, you better be getting the words wrong, or else you're going to have some explaining to do. Unless, of course, you listen to this for the second time and you've memorised the words and it's stuck in your head now. In which case, it's a very successful song, I think you'll find. Uh, so, well done, me. Uh, an overall success, I think you'll find. Anyway, good morning. You've been listening to Neil tell you stories about cats, probably. Neil talks a lot about cats. Send your topic suggestions to studio at interyourhead.com. Into your head!